Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Thursday. We've reached Thursday, May 27th. And wherever you are, I wish you my love. I wish you God's goodness. I hope you know and feel and embrace or, or, or accept uh, the embrace of God around you this day. Let's continue through the 10th uh, chapter of Mark's gospel, shall we? Uh, it is uh, going to be picking up on the heels of yesterday's gospel immediately. So it is Mark chapter 10, a little shorter today, verses 46 to 52, the story of Bartimaeus. So let's break open God's word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. As Jesus was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a sizable crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind man, the son of Timaeus, sat by the roadside begging. On hearing that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he kept calling out all the more, son of David, have pity on me. Jesus stopped and said to him, call him. So they called the blind man, saying to him, take courage, get up. Jesus is calling you. He threw aside his cloak, sprang up, and came to Jesus. Jesus said to him in reply, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man replied to him, Master, I want to see. Jesus told him, Go your way. Your faith has saved you. Immediately he received his sight and followed him on the way. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Oh my gosh, there is so much here. Oh, we could talk for a long time, but that would be like, oh, the worst, right? So let's just break open uh, a few things here. Because they, honestly, there's so much for us here. Okay, so again, putting it in context. We're continuing through John chapter 10. I won't go through all we've heard this week, but remember yesterday um, they were walking uh, to Jerusalem. So somehow they got to Jericho, uh, which Jericho is not by Jerusalem. Jericho is way over on the east side. So we'll just assume they took a left at Albuquerque and shouldn't have done that. Um, so anyway, they're walking, they were walking to Jerusalem yesterday. James and John came up and said, hey, we want to sit with you in glory. Jesus reminds us that it's not about, it's not glory as you think of it anyway. Uh, it's about um, servant. Whoever wishes to be the greatest must be the servant of all. We have to give up all those things. So uh, we, we pick up from there. And so as Jesus now is leaving Jericho, so perhaps he was just going to Jerusalem and was just swinging over on the east side. And, uh, and I love that. He's, he was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a sizable crowd. And they encountered Bartimaeus. But they don't encounter Bartimaeus, uh, you know, as somebody who is in their way or they go out of their way to see him. Bartimaeus inserts himself within the narrative, doesn't he? Bartimaeus, a blind man, the son of Timaeus, sat by the roadside begging. 
So he's on the sidelines. He's somebody who's watching, well, poor choice of words for a blind man, somebody who is experiencing life passing him by constantly. But when Jesus approaches, as he does here on this day, this day he's no longer content sitting on the sidelines and allowing whatever experience, whatever event, whatever opportunity to pass him by. Instead, he shouts out, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. He inserts himself into what is happening. And brothers and sisters, anytime we do that, we can expect some kickback, right? Well, he got it. Uh, Because people, many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. We don't want you here. You don't want to be part of this opportunity. We don't want you to be part of this opportunity. We don't want you. You name whatever it is going by that I'm saying, you know what? I need this. And they're saying, no, you don't. We don't want you here, whatever it is. Uh, And they're rebuking him. But he kept calling out all the more. Son of David, have pity on me. And Jesus stopped and called to him. And so they, the people that were rebuking him two moments ago, they uh, called to the blind man telling him, hey, take courage, get up. Jesus is calling you. Let's start out with this. Do we find ourselves sometimes sitting on the sidelines because we've been wounded? Because you know what? Being in the center of the, of the road we can get run over and have gotten run over uh, because we've gotten rebuked by people um, and we're just tired of it. And, and, and those rebukes hurt and um, getting hit uh, and, and maybe cast out of whatever these things are um, that, that life brings to us uh, have just have not gone as we have envisioned. And so maybe we're, we're sitting on the side and saying, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. Brothers and sisters, we're not made to be on the sidelines. I, I go to that scripture verse, and forgive me, I didn't, uh, I didn't look it up here. But, you know, it says, we have not been given a, a timid heart, a fearful heart. That instead, you know, we are made for courage and power and self-control. We have not been given a spirit of fear, but of courage and power and self-control. Feel free to look that up where it is. But do we believe that? Because it's true. The Spirit of God is not a spirit of fear. The Spirit of God is a, a spirit of courage. Now, we have to choose wisely, don't we? Uh, We don't just throw ourselves into whatever opportunity is passing by before us, whatever, you know, job opportunity or relationship opportunity or, or, you know, experience or whatever that is, because those can all be about us and our own agendas and everything like that. We have to discern, Lord, is this you passing by? Because if it is, I can't be on the sideline there. I have to be calling out and making sure I insert myself into that narrative And we have to be women and men of discernment who say, okay, what is passing by? And if indeed it is you, Lord, inviting us to something, we can't let anybody get in the way of that. 
And we have to know there will be people who want to get in the way for whatever reason. Maybe some of them even being good and reasonable and justifiable. But if it is God calling us, we need to have the the same enthusiasm that Bartimaeus did here that throws aside his cloak, springs up and comes to Jesus when Jesus calls him. Brothers and sisters, I'm reminded of that wonderful quote, and and I'm sure you've heard it before. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt said it's called The Man in the Arena. And I'll read it to you. It takes about a minute or two here. But it's really good if you've you've not heard it before, because I think it's true. It is not the critic who counts. Not the man who points out how the strong one man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the one who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes up short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if they fail, at least fails while daring greatly, so that their place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Brothers and sisters, I think that's such a beautiful quote that we can't be people sitting on the sidelines because we've been wounded. Yes, we're in the midst of the, of the arena and we may be marred with blood and sweat and we may have been run over, but we're not going to be one of those timid souls who sits on the side of the road that knows neither victory nor defeat because our God calls us to be in life. And you may be experiencing things right now when you want to sit on the side. And I get that. And there are seasons which we do need to catch our breath. And we need to say, Lord, I need you to recharge me and re-energize me and re-strengthen me and refocus me and point me in the right direction. But when we are called, we need to put one foot in front of the other, trusting. Even if we don't know beyond those steps where that goes, we need to put that one foot in front of the other and say, Lord... I'm going in, I'm going in, and I don't care what rebuke is in front of me because you're calling me, and that's what i got to trust. Last thing I'll say, but it's equally good. This is so good, brothers and sisters, because, again, it's us. I mean, the Scripture is unbelievable how, how, how real it is for us today. So Bartimaeus gets up, throws his cloak aside, comes to Jesus, and Jesus says to him, just as he says to us, what do you want me to do for you? Okay, you've been wanting to get up off the sidelines. You've been shouting for me. You, you, you've seen me passing by. You know that, that this is the moment. Okay, here it is. What do you want? What do you want me to do for you? And Bartimaeus' reply is just as good as the question. Master, I want to see. Now we might say, well, of course he's blind. He wants to see. Brothers and sisters, Jesus stands before you and I today. He passes by. 
and we need to see him. But when we encounter him, he looks at us and says, okay, what do you want me to do for you? And brothers and sisters, if all we have to say is, you know what, I, I, can you just take the storm away? Can you, can you give me another zero behind my check this week? Can you, you know, can you make my life a little easier over here? Cause I just want to, I just want to glide this week. I don't think we're getting the depth of what he's inviting us to. Do you know what I know? I know Bartimaeus knew he couldn't see. I know Bartimaeus knew he was blind. And he put that blindness in front of Jesus. Master, I want to see. Where's our blindness, brothers and sisters? Do you know who you are and what's going on within you? Do you know where those dark corners are in our, in our spirit? Because we got them. I got him. And if and when we encounter Christ as he passes by and he looks at us and says, what do you want me to do for you? Are we able to go into that corner and bring it out and say, Lord, here's that area of my heart, of my will, of my ego, of, of whatever's going on. I need you. I need you in that space because it's darkened right now. And there's only one light that's going to lighten it up. We've got to be ready, brothers and sisters. Bartimaeus wasn't just saying, I want to see physically. He's saying, I want to see you when you pass. I want to see you inside of me and know those areas in which you are not at home yet. I want to see you in my, in my relationships. I want to see you in, in the opportunities and in the experiences uh, I, I pass by every day. I want to see you in those blasé encounters that I think are ordinary but are instead extraordinary because you are there. Lord, I want to see. Brothers and sisters, we can choose to sit on the sidelines or we can choose to engage. And when we engage, we can choose to be overcome by the rebukes or we can move beyond them. And when we encounter our God and he looks at us and looks through us right into our heart, into our very spirit and soul, and he says, what do you want me to do for you? Are we prepared to show him everything? Because we have to know who we are in order to know what needs to be fixed. And even not fixed, maybe that's a poor word, in order to invite his presence into that and know we're loved even in the midst of that place. Because then I think we can love others in that same place too. And do you know what he did after he got his vision? Yeah, you know. Immediately he received his sight and followed him on the way. That's it, my friends, isn't it? Right? Because we're going to Jerusalem. We talked about that yesterday. That's the deal. That's the deal. Oh, good stuff today, huh? Good stuff. Let's pray. And so, my friends, uh, again, let's just trust that our God uh, invites us to bring everything to him. He really does. We just have to know what's going on. Let's, so let's bring all that stuff, that interior stuff. It's okay. He knows it. Let's just bring it to him and say, Lord, I want to see. Uh, as we begin, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the fourth sorrowful mystery.
uh, Jesus carries his cross. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, bless you. Have a wonderful Thursday. And uh, know of my love and prayers for you. And let's uh, get back together one more time tomorrow and break open God's word together. God's peace.